Hey, what's going on, everybody? I am Ant Pruitt, and this is Everyday People Doing Everyday Shit. Uh, yeah, that's what this is. This is the humble podcast that I put together a couple of years ago uh, with Queen Pruitt. She's not on this recording right now, but that's not her fault. This is just me sitting down and hitting record on the mics. But uh, anyway, let's go ahead and jump right in on this here. I wanted to do something different with the show going forward. I'm still going to keep it in the same theme of everyday people, you know, just doing day-to-day lives stuff or what have you. But there's some other things that I wanted to add to it, such as the stuff that I'm going to talk about here momentarily. Um, But yeah, I also want to be able to have some interviews and get people on here and chit chat, um, do some uh, Q and A with you as listeners. So I'll have an option for you to send in some questions, and um, maybe we can discuss it. I'm not necessarily saying I want to do these as long form shows. Um, I may have some long long ones in there. I may not. You know, just depends on the flow and depends on what's going on. But I want to have fun with this. I don't want to. I don't want to make this too much like um, a a whole crap ton of work, you know, because a lot of people when they hear uh, hear podcast and thinking, yeah, I could do that. They forget or don't realize how much work goes into doing a podcast. And I've been doing podcasts for quite a while now. And um, I still have that itch to be on the mic and be on air talent. But some of the work that goes along with it, I'm not interested in. (laughs) But anyway, let's uh, go ahead and get started. I'm sorry for the audio quality at this time, because right now Kylo the dog is right up under the desk snoring quite loudly. So if you hear that, hey, again, this is just everyday people doing everyday shit. (laughs) All right. Anyway, let's get started. So uh, I just got back um, this past week from CES. Uh, That is the Consumer Electronics Show. For those that don't know, that is a massive trade show. I've spoken about it on the website, antpro.com slash blog. And while I was there, you know, I I, I had a bit of, you know, bit of time to think and, and work through some things because, you know, this is a bit of a transitional time for me. And I think I'm almost out of that transition and just sort of really falling into my own here as far as um, being laid off from Twitch Studios and which was fine. It is what it is. It's just business. There's nothing personal there. I get it. It happens. Business is business. But while I was there at CES, I was able to think about that and think about stuff that I want to do going forward and check out CES, get over there, shake some hands and try to make some connections and um, use those connections to my my advantage to be able to create content, get gigs, things like that. And every year, CES tends to have a bit of a theme. You know, it'll go from blockchain. It goes from uh, smartphone tech and sensors and smart home and and whatever you know there's always something and this year it was ai and i have no problem with ai i've spoken about this at length over the last couple of years but ai can be pretty daggum cool or it could be pretty daggum problematic the problem that i have with some of the stuff that i saw at ces is they were putting ai in things that didn't necessarily need it 
And then they would call it AI when it's pretty much just a piece of software that you wrote, not necessarily it being uh, software that's that's learning and, and going on its own kind of thing. I mean, it, it was as bad as seeing AI in something as mundane as a uh, a garden hose, you know, a soaker hose for your garden. It's got AI on it. Why the hell does that have AI on it? It doesn't need it. You turn your water on, you turn your water off. Or if you're unable to turn your water on and off, you can just go out there and get a daggum timer, something that already exists that you put on your your faucet outside and it turns on the water and it turns off the water based on the time that you set in that simple apparatus. You know, but that's just marketing speak out there that's going on. And for you that's listening to this stuff, I urge you all to don't go a hundred percent one way or the other regarding AI. Don't go all in on, Oh my God, AI is just a, a mess. It is so horrible. Don't go all in on that. Don't go all in on AI is so awesome. It is absolutely amazing. Don't go all in on that. I highly recommend you stay in the middle of the road on this. Because some things are really good. Some things are pretty shit-tastic when it comes to AI. Um, you have the good side of it from, and I'm just speaking from a creator standpoint, okay? Because there's other aspects out there. But I'm speaking from a creator standpoint. The good side of AI is there are tools um, that have AI built into them that's going to make my job easier and allow me to get my job done faster so I can get more jobs and pay more bills. You know, that's a good thing repeatable task kind of thing. And then the bad side of it is we get deep fakes out there. We get these videos that says that it's so-and-so in the video when it clearly is not. And AI was used to generate images and video and sound to mimic someone else and could lead to misinformation and disinformation, so on and so forth. That is pretty bad, you know, but if we stay in the middle of the road, we're going to be okay. All right. So, that's my two cents on AI. That was all over CES. Another thing that was all over CES is AR and VR and so forth. Um, that hasn't really died down like I thought it was going to. For those of you that don't know, AR and VR, they are not the same thing. VR requires a headset to go to go over your face and eyes and so forth. So you can take yourself away from the actual world that you're in at that moment and immerse yourself into a virtual world. Uh, be it a virtual living room or something like that. And all of those have their their own reason and time and place to be applicable, if you will. Some of them are pretty good things. Uh, Google used to have this thing called Daydream, and it was a VR platform. I absolutely loved it. Of course, Google killed it because Google is not focused and can't keep focus on anything. So they just come up with products and then kill them off after not focusing on them. Um, but yeah, D Google Daydream was great. I really enjoyed watching Netflix on it and just because it, it put me into a big, huge living room and it gave me this hundred inch television screen with great sound because I had all great headphones and it literally took me away from everything in the room that I was sitting in, in the real world and put me into that virtual room to really let me enjoy what I was watching. AR is a little bit different. AR, you think about you still being in your regular real world at the time, but there are some augmented items placed into your world. 
such as like a animation of, of, of like, I don't know, say Bugs Bunny or something, just sort of walking around in the room with you or uh, a, a, some type of character or object that's sitting on your desk with you or what have you. And it's not there. If you go to touch it, you can't touch it, but you can see it there. It's almost like a hologram, but it's an augmented reality that's going to uh, work with your particular environment. But you have to, again, have to have some type of lenses on glasses, headset, what have you, to be able to see that while you're in your real world. And AR is pretty cool. Um, I've seen it implemented nicely with uh, shopping and so forth, where you can pull up something on Amazon. If you look at your Amazon app on your mobile phone and you're looking at an item, they have an option in there that says, hey, picture this item in your home. You click on it and it basically accesses the camera on your phone, pulls up, lets you see your 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 room that you're looking at with your camera and then it allows you to place that item into that room so if there's a a bookshelf or a couch or chair or what have you you can place it into your room virtually and it'll augment the reality if you will where you can see how it would actually fit there whether it's too big too small right color so on and so forth that's really good use of ar but again this is going to require some extra tech to carry around for this stuff to work for you but that was another big thing Uh, Lastly, before I get out of here, I do want to touch on televisions uh, because CES, you know, they they talk about everything there, not just television, not just headphones and computers. I mean, it's everything. It it, it could be freaking dog bowls. It could be um, agriculture equipment. It could swimming pools. They talk about everything at this massive trade show. But televisions there has always been really fun to see. I can remember seeing HDTV for the very first time up 10 years ago. I can remember seeing 4K for the very first time at CES, and it blew my mind. You know, I thought HD was great, but then seeing 4K, oh, man, it blew my mind. And then a couple of years ago, I saw 8K, and it's absolutely beautiful, but... Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of 8K content out there. So you're sort of losing out. You're paying for this beautiful screen, but the stuff that you're just feeding into it it really isn't going to look as good. It's not going to be 8K. It'll come out as 4K. It'll still look fine, but you pay for an 8K screen, you know. But anyway, there's a lot of 8K TVs there. Samsung made the biggest news uh, with their 115-inch 8K um televisions and projectors and things like that, uh, based on, uh, QLED and I believe it's called mini LED. And I didn't see that television and I heard it. It was great. My man, Mr. Jason Heiner at ZDNet wrote up about it. I'll stick a link in the show notes about that. He loved it, but I'm going to tell you what I did see and it's TCL. I've spoken about TCL previously because TCL uh, is a Chinese company, I believe, and they do a lot of different tech, whether it's TVs, they do phones, and probably do laptops. They do a little bit of everything. But they always, um, when it came to like phones, the phones were great, but people would always gripe about security in China and they're not getting the security updates and all of that bullshit. And I get people are always harping on security and privacy, let me tell you, put some of that energy into the the privacy uh, practices of some of our own homegrown U.S. companies here. 
Okay, let's put that that privacy energy into Amazon. Do you know how much data Amazon knows about you? It is a shit ton of stuff that they know that you don't even realize. Uh, Google, Apple, all of them. So have that same vigor when it comes to your privacy concerns with some of these homegrown companies here, not just China, because everybody was bitching about TikTok and, and being a backdoor for China and look at Facebook, look at Instagram, look at YouTube. Okay. All right. Anyway, sorry. Rant over TCL. I've always enjoyed what they've done from a television standpoint because they come in at a ridiculously low price point and give you a super high quality. Um, their TVs, man, uh, using that mini, uh, mini, uh, is it mini QLED? Crap. Let me look on my screen here. I should have been more prepared. Yeah, mini LED backlight array. Yes, that and this stuff is just freaking beautiful. So I'll put a link in the show notes of a video. Okay, there's a video of me showing one of their televisions. So think about this. I'm videoing an 8K screen, television screen with my tiny smartphone in 4K. But when you see the image that is producing in that video, it is ridiculously clear, ridiculously clear. And that's basically going through all of the processing that my phone is doing. It's just making it smaller and crunchy. And, you know, smartphone cameras are great, but, you know, depending on what you're shooting, they're not going to be the best. Rep- they're not going to give you the best representation. Best representation of an 8K screen is to see it with your own eyes, period, not through a camera. But when you see this video, it is unbelievable how clear and vibrant and sharp that picture is. They have a bunch of different TVs uh, going all the way up to like 115 inches or something like that. I'm not saying you need a huge 100-inch screen, but even their smaller screens, they were absolutely beautiful. And they'll be coming out later on this year. And I'm sure they'll have some type of decent price point, probably be like 1500 bucks or something like that for those large screens. Um, versus the competition usually being over, to, you know, over two grand or so. So check that out. That's uh, TCL and Hisense. Um, they offer a lot of inexpensive stuff, but in particular TCL, what they're doing, it is just freaking beautiful. And if I could get my hands on one, I would probably do that. But I don't need a new TV right now. It's my 4K TV still looks pretty daggum good. All right. I'm going to get out of here. But anyway, folks, thanks for being here. Thanks for all the continued support over these last couple of weeks. Um, I'm going to try to do this at least once a week, be it me, be it the both of us on here. Um, Just something in and out, quick kind of thing, just everyday people, because that's what I am. I'm just a regular dude out here trying to create content and get paid for it, you know? Um, And speaking of that, um, this job hunt thing, man, it is freaking interesting. You know, there's a large part of me that wants to just be independent and just go out here and do my own thing. And I probably can, but that's going to come at a cost. And that cost is people are going to nickel and dime the shit out of me, but I'm not allowing it. I'm, I'm just not allowing it. Um, some of you may have seen on X and other social media platforms that, I saw a job offer out there for someone wanting, they needed a video created, an ad essentially for a gym. 
you know, so that's 30 seconds of footage, 60 seconds tops. Okay. They needed, needed that video created, edited and so forth. And they're going to pay $250 for the project. That's bull. I'll get into that another day. Why that's bull. (laughs) Some of you may get it, but some of you may not quite understand why $250 is absolute bullshit to offer a videographer for a project like that. Okay. Yeah. Maybe we'll talk about that next time. I don't know. We'll see. If you have questions, comments, feedback, feel free to shoot an email. Old school email works just fine to podcast at antpruitt.com. Again, it's podcast at antpruitt.com. Or you can send a message to me via the social medias. Um, That works. I try to answer those things, but y'all, I get a lot of notifications. I get a lot of weird spam and stuff like that. So some things could get lost, but on the platforms, be it X, Threads, Blue Sky, um, Mastodon, um, Instagram, I'm Ant underscore Pruitt. I tried to keep it simple. Ant underscore Pruitt. You'll find me there. and Just shoot your message there. All right. I'm going to get out of here. Got some stuff to do. Hope y'all are doing well. Appreciate you again. Create, dominate, have a good day. Do something good for yourself. Do something nice for someone else. And uh, we'll see you next time. Take care.